0: On this episode of Movie Bites, we visit Walt Disney's 1941 flying pachyderm, Dumbo. Oh, and welcome to movie bites the show where once a month we review a disney animated movie i'm your host clay and today i'm joined by my co-host jeff and dave how you guys doing yeah doing great doing good awesome well uh should be a good episode today um this is what are we in uh fourth our fourth episode fourth movie um i think we kind of we did technically skip a movie didn't we um we skipped a month, uh, not a movie. We, no, yeah. well I know that, but there was a uh there was a movie another one. I don't know if it counted if it was a theatrical release. Um The Reluctant Dragon. Oh. Yeah, does
1: it,
2: Walt Disney Studios Tour.
0: Yeah, cuz that one technically yes. isn't part
1: it? of the animated canon cuz it's more of a hybrid, more like Mary Poppins or something.
0: Um, yeah. Well, have you guys have you guys ever watched? I don't it? think I've, I've seen I've seen parts of it, but I don't think I've ever sat it's down and watched it.
2: Ninety percent live action. It's just a tour of the Walt mm-hmm. Disney Studios. It's uh, actually really cool. Huh. I have no idea why it's called the Reluctant Dragon. I think I mean, I think there's an allusion to it, or, or they're talking about it, but right. yeah. it's not really about a dragon. It's really mm-hmm. just a uh,
0: infomercial for Disney. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> yep. So that's why it doesn't it doesn't count. It's not okay. one of the official Disney numbered ones. Yeah. So
0: I just noticed that pe- people list it. You know, between that's Fantasia weird. and Dumbo, but um, I don't know. I guess maybe they're just trying to keep things accurate but
2: it's a, it's a cool documentary but beyond that, yeah it's it's, really
0: a movie. it's okay.
1: usually uh, official lists is like sometimes mentioned in a sidebar or sometimes i believe it's actually included in a special feature on one of the other discs i don't remember which one that sounds right yeah maybe yeah. it's make my music or something has it i don't know it's it's somewhere but it's right you know, it's 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 sort of similar to how you know like uh, like so they do like a movie like feast now or Paperman. That's what technically made by Walt Disney Animation Studios, but they don't really count
0: right. towards the numbering. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, as Dave mentioned, we were a little bit behind here. We, we missed November a little bit. Uh, I, I'm i mostly to blame for that. I actually was out of town for like two weeks uh, for Thanksgiving, and I should have planned ahead better, and I didn't. So, um, But we're here now, and uh, we're, we're going to get back on track. So um, that's about all we can do. All right. So, to to start off this episode, we're, uh, like I mentioned, taking a look at Dumbo. So, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Jeff, and Jeff is going to read off some of the facts about this movie.
2: Yeah, so Dumbo was released October 31st, 1941, here in the U.S. Uh, I don't know what the global release date was, but it was probably close to that. Uh, as with the previous movies, it has multiple directors. The supervising director was Ben Sharpstein. Then the sequence directors of Norman Ferguson, Wilfred Jackson, Bill Roberts, Jack Kinney, Sam Armstrong, and then the producer was Walt Disney. Uh, it was written by Otto Englander, Joe Grant, Dick Humor, and then had music by Frank Churchill and Oliver Wallace. Um, some of those names are familiar. I, you know, you recognize them from other yeah. films of the era and, and as animators and stuff, but uh, not all of them. So, <laughs> um, I like, I don't know any other... Scores that Frank Churchill's done, and I can't even remember if he'd done any of the previous ones we've covered um, yeah. but yeah, so it it had a budget of nine hundred and fifty thousand, which is actually surprising to me. I thought it was actually even cheaper than that, and I don't mean that in a bad way I just this one was intentionally tried to be made quick and and inexpensively, uh, but it did bring in a box office of one point six million, so you know half a million dollar profit there and some so that's not too bad yeah uh, it's one of the shorter disney films if not the shortest it's only 64
1: minutes long yeah i wow. th- think solidus amigos is the shortest it's okay. either that or the or the that the one whose name I, is i'm not remembering right now it's one of those two uh Latin American road trip movies it's like only like 45 okay. minutes or something i think The Three Caballeros yeah. and, and Saludos Amigos it's
0: called Saludos I'm sorry it's i just It's okay you good Butchered You're Spanish. from Michigan no one expects yeah, you to be a Spanish Yeah I'm here <laughs> Yeah Uh so we went from the longest to potentially one of the shortest Yeah uh, from one episode to the next so um, which you might i don't know maybe So that might mean this episode ends up being shorter too. I guess we'll see. Um, Moving forward, behind the scenes in production, I've got some things here that I've found. Not as much I've noticed as the previous films. I noticed this one was a little bit, there was a little less rolling around the internet. Maybe somewhat less interesting. But I will read it nonetheless. Starting off, um, Dumbo is based upon a children's story written by Helen Aberson and Harold Pearl with illustrations by Helen Durney. Uh, It was prepared to demonstrate the prototype of a toy storytelling device uh, called a Roll-a-Book, R-O-L-L, a book, book, um, which was similar in principle to a panorama. It evolved only eight drawings and just a few lines of text and had Red Robin as Dumbo's ally instead of Timothy Mouse. Um, Dumbo was first brought to the attention of Walt Disney in late 1939 by... Disney's head of merchandise licensing, Kay Kamen, who showed a prototype of the Rolla Book that included Dumbo. Uh, Disney immediately grasped its possibilities and heartwarming story and purchased the rights to it. Originally though, it was supposed to be a short film, but Disney soon found that the only way to do justice to the book was to make it a feature length. At the time, Disney Studio was in serious financial trouble due to the war in Europe, which caused Pinocchio and Fantasia to basically fail at the box office Um, with the result that Dumbo was intended to be very low budget, uh, designed to bring some revenue to the studio. Uh, Storymen Dick Humor and Joe Grant were the primary figures in developing the plot. They wrote the script in chapters, much like a book, uh, which is a very unusual way to write a script. Regardless of this, uh, as they've said, you know, very little was changed from start to finish, which as we've been going through these, it has not been the case for like Pinocchio and uh, Snow White were like completely different from start to finish. Um, Another thing I had read was that uh, they wrote these things in chapters and and I guess they were like giving it to Walt Disney in chapters, uh, you know, a little bit at a time. Uh, Because I think he was kind of losing interest for a while. And then at one point, Walt, like, busted into their room and was like, what happens next? So I guess through kind (laughs) of giving him chapters of it, really kind of drew him back into it, which I thought was interesting. Um, When the film went into production in early 1941, supervising director Ben Sharpstein was given orders to keep the film simple and inexpensive. As a result, Dumbo lacks the lavish detail of the previous three Disney animated features, um, character designs are simpler, background paintings are less detailed, and a number of th- the cells or frames were used um, in, the, in the character animation. Um, the, yeah, held cells held they cells. Just
2: duplicate, yeah. yeah, they just hold the same cell for multiple shots because it's a lot cheaper.
0: Yes, sorry, held cells. Um, although the film is more cartoony than previous Disney films, the animators brought elephants and other animals into the studio to study their movement. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Did you you notice it was kind of lacking some of the detail we had had in previous movies? Definitely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely does. Yeah. De- but um, I think
1: only you know compared to like the previous, like it's still a really fantastic you know animated. If from a technical level, yeah, the it's still from the that era, the yeah. animation
2: itself is good. You know, it's like it's it's well animated. It's just like you don't have those mm-hmm. sweeping uh, multiplane shots. You don't have yeah a lot of that other kind of technical tricks. Um, They did manage to get some water in there with the hippos sleeping underwater. Right. Always call out. Um, (laughs) But no, I noticed like there's a scene. I think it's during baby mine when they're showing all the other animals, which I think is when the hippos are sleeping. But like the zebras are sleeping. Like you can tell they're using held frames for that. It's like animating at half speed. Mm. It looks a little jittery but yeah. I mean beyond that most of the action is really good like when the elephants are stacked up and we'll get into all this later but like I think it looks yeah high quality Disney it's just it, yeah, it I mean, reminds me more of like a short animated
1: the type of animation you'd see in a short which is still really good from that era but yeah like compared to like the last ones they did where it was like let's wow everyone with the absolute best we can do this was you know just kind of good instead of amazing
0: Uh, One of the big things that they did was they used watercolor paint to render the backgrounds. Uh, Dumbo is one of the few Disney features to use that technique. Uh, It was also used in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs uh, and regularly employed for the various Disney cartoon shorts. Uh, The other Disney features use oil paint. Uh, 2002's Lilo and Stitch, which drew influences from Dumbo, also made use of watercolor backgrounds. Um, which as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can totally picture that in my head. And Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting. Um, During the production of Dumbo, Herbert Sorrell, uh, leader of the Screens Cartoonist Guild, demanded Disney sign with his union rather than the IATSE, with which Disney had already signed. Disney declined, saying that he would put it to a vote. Sorrel again demanded that Disney sign with his union, but once again, Disney refused. So on May 29th, 1941, shortly after a rough animation on Dumbo was completed, much of the studio uh, went on strike at Disney. A number of strikers are caricatured in the feature as clowns who go to hit the, bi- the big boss for a raise. The strike lasted five weeks and ended the family atmosphere and camaraderie at the studio, supposedly.
1: I mean, so, it, it kind of makes sense. It changed sense. everything. I mean, that was really kind of a low thing, I think, to do to throw that in the film
0: like that, like, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you like look down, you're like, wow, that looks kind of like me and that guy or whatever. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like I'm sure, like you know, everyone else at the theater. You know what? not the theater at the you know studio that has to like that didn't strike has to like put that in and like, oh, it's just almost like a warning to
0: us, right? <laughs> Yeah, I I noticed when I was watching it, I that line kind of stood out to me and I didn't I hadn't read this at that point. I was like that kind of yeah. felt weird. So it, it made more sense once I read that like, oh, gotcha. Um so that's all I got production-wise, a couple of other facts and tidbits. Uh in December 1941, Time Magazine was going to have Dumbo on, on its cover to com- commemorate the success of it, but It was dropped due to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. So, uh, Mm -hmm. about the same time. Um, This was the first Walt Disney movie for Sterling Holloway, who did the voice of the stork, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as Verna Felton, who was one of the elephant matriarchs. Both would become regulars in Disney animated films over the next 35 years. Yeah. Uh, Sterling Holloway, I can think of a bunch of stuff he's done. I, Verna, I'd have to look her up. To, I'm sure it would all, yeah, she has ring a bell.
2: Distinct voice, but like I can't think of another
0: character. Yeah. Interesting. Enough.
1: I never knew Sterling, Sterling's name, but that voice isn't like everything. It's oh, so yeah. distinctive. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, he's 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 definitely uh, a a very pinnacle voice and like a little bit of a treasure for Disney for a long time, um, but. I thought that was it, it was interesting. It's cool when you you hear the same voices in multiple Disney movies for you know many years and stuff doing yeah. different things. And the fact Real that quick it, she went. Oh, sorry.
2: No, go ahead. Uh, the Verna went on to do the Fairy Godmother in Cinderella, Queen of Hearts, in Alice in Wonderland. Ah,
0: uh, oh uh, yeah. So those are some big. Those are some big characters. Yeah, that yeah. makes
2: sense. Flora and Queen Leah in Sleeping Beauty. Wow. Okay. And Winfred the elephant in Jungle Book. So
0: yeah she's she multiple elephants wow. yeah that's not something you
2: want to be typecast
0: for, yeah, right? uh um, this was the first Walt Disney animated feature and still one of the very few to actually be set in America. Uh, oh yeah, which I thought was interesting. um cells for this film are apparently I don't know if this is true, just something I read. uh some of these cells of this film are the rarest in the industry. Apparently, the animators after the scene was safely in the can would spread the used cells in the corridors and go sliding on them. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. In addition, oh. the gray paint used for many of the elephant skins would pop when the cell was flexed. Many cells were unfortunately destroyed this way. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, yeah, I've I've watched a couple different things uh, like documentaries or little shorts on, uh, you know, them trying to, you know, save some of this stuff because I guess a lot of these cells over the years are just like deteriorating and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah. I'm sure some historians now just cringe thinking that animators were like in the corridors sliding around on them or whatever. Right. <laughs> and I-, I mean. <laughs>
2: Yeah, prior to that, like they used to recycle the cells. They would actually just wash them and uh,
0: use them. My just gosh! Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> cringy. Yep. Um. All right. Might as well get this one out of the way. Um. There is some controversy about the crows in the film, who are meant to represent, I, or supposedly represent African Americans, while the association of African Americans and crows, both black. Uh, predate the film uh you know people calling african americans crows uh there are film historians like richard schickel who pointed it out as offensive and or racist there are those who find their portrayals positive and progressive um Seen as how most of the crows were voiced by african-american actors in an era when there was limited casting potential for them as well as pointing out that the crows are actually among the few friendly and somewhat intelligent characters in the film um Mm. so i know it's, it's kind of a divided thing i think whoopi goldberg has gone on you know on record to say that she thinks they're awesome and that disney should still be merchandising them and stuff and she doesn't find anything, you know, racist about it. So I don't know. I I think everybody's kind of got their own own thoughts on it. Do you guys have any thoughts on it? Uh um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I uh, I
1: it, it was one of those things that initially it seems I think is a little bit more shocking than it was. Like I didn't know when I found out that the actors were actually black. I think it does make it a little bit better that it's not, you know, just white people acting black to black caricatures right at the same time i I don't they still seem a little a little bit over the top particularly just with how they're animated and and their physical appearance makes me a little uncomfortable but at the same time yeah those are those are black folk you know they're they're good they're they're not white people pretending to be black so i don't know and there's definitely as i said there's people like will goldberg who don't have any problem with it and sort of I don't know how to feel, so it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's, I I feel like it's an old movie, and it's a little bit of its time, and I am happy that they did employ actual, actual black people, which is insane for that time period, so it's at the same time, yeah, that's actually a step in the right direction, but, did they really have to be crows?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, you know, like you said, it's a sign of its time, Mm. and, and maybe just ignorance of the writers or mm-hmm. production team just kind of like, yeah, that's normal. It's okay. It's acceptable. Yeah. Um, in today's era, obviously I don't think they would ever even portray them that way. They, mm-hmm. you know, they do something a little more positive and progressive, but yeah, I, I, I personally don't have a problem with it. I can see that they're a little exaggerated and caricatured and, and maybe stereotypical and that might be the, the worst of it. But like you said, like the performers, uh, obviously did it and and maybe added their own pizzazz and or were reference for the animators, which was extremely common at the time, so it's hard to say, yeah, but, you know, I
1: think I'm trying to remember I can't remember if they were from a jazz band or if they were based on a jazz band i think I think they were from a yeah, yeah, cause yeah I, I think, they think they that was were kind were of too, how they the got it was to try to get like a jazz band banter between like an actual mm-hmm. black jazz band, and then they kind of just used that to create the characters. So I think a yeah. lot of it is legitimately how a black people talked in the 1940s. So that's why it's it's hard to like say is this racist? Yeah. <laughs> you just assume it is because so much else was racist in that time period. I think the most problematic thing is the fact that they are crows other than that. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean and, and it it's hard and I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole, but it's just like, you know, it yes it it could be seen as racist or is racist, but it wasn't malicious or hateful racist, which I know is is a kind of nitpicky qualifier, but like it it wasn't meant to slander or belittle them, and that at least is better than any you know the
0: alternative, yeah, I guess totally. <laughs> it's
1: something, but you know at the same yeah, time, like I exactly. think it's
0: intentions so don't much. matter quite as much when it comes to racism well but, and and, yeah. and I, I...
2: ignore, yeah.
0: I thought it was also interesting that there are black people in this movie, um, the like the circus hands that that put up the uh, circus in that one scene, and yeah. uh, but then but then you don't really see them in the crowd in the parade. Um, right. I don't know, so I just thought it was interesting. Like, not that that was like racist, but I mean, I think they portrayed black people in that scene, and they looked relatively normal. They weren't like overly exaggerated or anything.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, except mm-hmm. that they're literally just right which i guess is might be kind of unfortunately period accurate as far as i know right but
0: yeah yeah so so i don't know i i thought it was interesting like it's not like the crows are the only way that black people were portrayed you know they there were singing working men you know working hard and earning money i guess i don't know i i just i just figured i'd point that out too so yep yep anyway uh maybe one of these days we'll we'll not have anything racist to talk about on this show. So <laughs> we just keep moving through time slowly. We can get out Hopefully of the we, 40s. Oh no, no never mind. I was <laughs> going to
2: say we could avoid World War II and Hitler, but we I mean Pearl Harbor. So right. we've already talked about that. It's true. Got that out of the way. <laughs>
0: um there's a, there's a couple of hidden Mickeys in this movie. I guess you could call them. They're not actually like the Mickey heads. Um but when uh, Drunken Timothy is sliding down the staircase shaped bubble uh dumbo has blown his laugh is actually that of mickey mouse um oh yeah which i totally didn't catch um also when timothy coughs on jim crow's cigar smoke that cough is also that of mickey it was specifically heard in both giant land from 1933 and two gun mickey in 1934 so huh i feel like I don't know if I've seen either Giant Land or Two Gun Mickey. Maybe I have. I don't know. But you'd have to watch those a lot to probably notice that, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, so that's all I got. Uh, any other thoughts from you two before we we jump into the movie itself? Um, did you want to go through the history with the movie? Oh yeah, I always do that. I always miss this thing. <laughs> Thank you. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's um, let's do our history with the movie. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go ahead
2: and start? with yours sure sure sure
0: um i don't have a lot of specific memories with this movie i know i definitely watched it as a kid um i definitely knew a couple songs pretty well because of those sing-along vhs's that i've talked about on the show uh especially you know definitely um elephant fly um when i see an elephant fly or whatever Mm -hmm. that one wasn't you know we watched that a lot and there might have been a couple other songs but obviously that was the big one um so not a whole lot. It wasn't like my favorite and I I don't even know if we owned it. Maybe my grandma had it or something. Um, so not a, not a ton of memories. I just remember, um, one thing about it that had a, apparently had a strong impact on me as a kid. And, uh, I guess you could say it gave me nightmares, but um, I'll save that until we get to that part of the movie. Um, But that's the only memory I really have is like, man, that that part hit me hard as a kid. Um, And so we'll talk about it later. But yeah, Mm. so not a lot. Um, I have some memories with it, but not a ton. So what about you, Jeff? For me, um, this was one that
2: my grandma did have, uh, just like Fantasia. And since she babysat me most of the time when I was a kid, I watched it a lot. Um, and mostly because it had a train at the beginning, honestly, nice. my um, love of trains had started early and I thought it was so cool how like the stork was flying and you can see like the map of Florida. And the oh, I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, I was just, for whatever reason, as a kid, I loved like aerial views and maps and stuff, yeah. and trains. So it was just like <laughs> simply because of that, I watched the movie a lot. <laughs> um, I always got really bored in the middle of it. And then before you know it, it's over because <laughs> it's really short, but, uh, yeah, I mean it was one of those where it was like I watched it a lot. I didn't really love the whole movie. I just loved the train part at the beginning. Um <laughs> and I didn't understand like the complexities of why they locked his mother up and and him being separated from her and all that. So like I didn't realize all that the the deeper implications of that till I was older and watched it, but um that was a big fan, I guess of of well at least the beginning of the movie and uh it was just sort of part of my childhood
0: okay nice dave what about you
1: um i actually can't remember when i first saw this movie but i do have memories of it because i had one of those i think it was like a cassette tape with like a picture book that they used to sell oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I yeah. had one like, of the turn the page beep. Yeah, yeah yeah I had one of those of Dumbo and I listened to it a lot but I can't I don't think nice. I watched the actual movie to quite a bit later so it's like it's like weird so I was like really familiar with it and heard all the lines and stuff from that cassette tape but I don't think I actually watched it till quite a bit later and that's an interesting weird, thought because
0: yeah. i i had a bunch of those too like i had a mm-hmm. a thing where you could hold all of them and so heck for all i know half of them i never even like saw as a kid i only like knew them from the books but when you're a kid you you yeah. like you might just think you've seen it but really you have only listened mm-hmm. to it and Reddit or whatever yeah <laughs> right.
1: so I know I saw it at some point I know I was like that with like the Fox and the Hound too that was another one I had a storybook of but I did eventually get a VHS of
0: that because I don't think I had the VHS for Dumbo but I did see it eventually later yeah, yeah nice so nice yeah, yeah I have good memories with those little uh those little cassette tapes because I remember some of the movies if they had good music they'd put them at the end and so there was a couple mm. where I really liked the music of them like Oliver and yeah. Company and so I would always just yeah. fast forward to the end and listen to that Billy Joel song and uh that's awesome just, like, put that on repeat and then hit rewind I'm sad, I'm sad
2: I didn't have more of those I, I think I only had like one or two and like one of them was like Mickey and the Beast ah, uh, those Bummer.
1: things aren't really a yeah. thing anymore now just a product over yeah. time because it was like you know home video wasn't as even as big then so it's like I had a right. ton of them I listened to like yeah. a lot of things on tape <laughs>
0: yeah, and before that, they have them. Uh, I have a couple on uh, vinyl record. They have those smaller ones, yeah, like the little golden books. We've, yep. we've
2: got a few of them. We collected at a. I think at like an antique store, we found a bunch of them. So nice, we've got a few of those. Just don't have a record player, but yeah, hopefully soon.
0: Yeah, you got to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. Well, thank <laughs> you for a reminder on uh, our history of the movies. So now that we've done that, we're gonna go ahead and hit play on the movie here. And uh, I'm going to do my best to not drag us through this movie, but hit on some major plot points and uh, major scenes, I guess, and just kind of, uh, guys, if you have anything to add or thoughts, please uh, interrupt me and uh, we'll work our way through this thing. Perfect. So we start off with some opening credits. Uh, It's got a cool, you know, circus signs with like uh, circus music playing. we're still in the era of you know opening credits and all that stuff um, so kind of I guess not a bad way to s- start off kind of sets the circus vibe you could say um, and then we get into our first scene which is like full of rain and snow and also randomly a narrator who <laughs> yeah. never returns after this first scene I thought that was kind of weird that is interesting yeah it's weird writing yeah um, so th- the rain part I thought was pretty cool though, but they uh, mm-hmm. the animation on it was, was cool. I'm not sure how they did it or what they used, that but
2: one is water filmed against a black background. Is it Hmm. interesting? Which they went on to use the same rain in the Little Mermaid during the uh, storm oh. the shipwreck. I could see this, yes. yeah,
0: I can picture that. Interesting, okay, yeah, <laughs> um. And so then finally we get uh, past that kind of opening thing where they're talking about the, um, I don't know, the circus or whatever. And we get into the, our first song, which is called Look Out for Mr. Stork, uh, where we see a bunch of storks dropping animals down to their animal parents. Um, specifically, we get to see Mrs. Jumbo, uh, and she does not get a baby. And she is sad. Mm, poor Mrs. Jumbo they say she's a Mrs. but we never see the father which is funny because at first I was writing Miss Jumbo and then I noticed as I was watching that they actually mm-hmm. do refer to her as Mrs. and I was like oh um, yeah. but <laughs> um, I had read somewhere that they were at one point I don't know, I think it was like early 2000s they were talking about uh, potentially doing a sequel to Dumbo and potentially hitting on the fact you know talking about I guess Dumbo's dad or something like, oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah Yeah. I mean it, it, the implication is that something happened in Miami and she got a stork on her way up north towards northern Florida <laughs> if you watch the map
0: oh. so she got a little crazy had, in Florida
2: yeah she had a bit of a, a wild night in Miami
0: <laughs> yeah as most people do so yep uh, I also made note that I loved the Florida map. Like Jeff pointed out, I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I was also like you, I could look at it like a really big map or like over big wide shot of a picture in like a, in a kid's book for like hours and just stare at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's as a kid. It's like fascinating, but, um, all right. So look out for Mr. Stork, I guess was a good song, not a bad song. Um, uh, Nothing special though, um. So then finally we we're taken to the next day where the uh, animals are being loaded up in the train, um, and then we also get to hear the song, the Casey Junior song. Um, yeah, that's my favorite song from this movie. Is it? Nice. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, because you're 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 into the train thing. Yeah, I guess a little bit. <laughs> um, I saw some footage of how they did the voice of the train. There was some kind of like really early tech like vocoder kind of stuff and it was a like woman a yeah. yeah and she's like put it on her like neck her throat and would talk and it would make it That's sound like so that cool yeah there's like actual footage of it and she's like standing there i don't know if with walt disney or who it is but and she's kind of like saying the different things and it's pretty cool so they they yeah. used some some cool tech and uh i guess whoever did the voice was someone actually significant it wasn't just like some random dude oh, so interesting yeah um, I always, I always
2: loved how they integrated that with like the the chug of the train, right? You know, like the you have the the layered audio and it just is subtle but like discernible. I thought that was so cool.
0: Yeah, because if you, if you're like not really listening for it, you like think your brain's tricking you into it. You're like, yeah. did I just hear that train? Oh, it is talking. Yeah, it <laughs> it's kind like, of. I think
2: I can. I think I can. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. So then, eventually, uh, we meet the stork in the clouds. He then delivers his late delivery. Um, There's a fun little exchange where he's, he set, you know, the package down in the cloud, and it keeps wanting to fall yeah. through. Um, Give me so much anxiety as a kid. <laughs> you're gonna drop it. He's gonna die. <laughs> um, so then uh, he eventually um, he figures out where he's at. He goes down and uh, delivers. Uh, what what turns out to be you know Dumbo basically um I like his little pomp and circumstance where he's he's got to sing a little song and have her sign you know, like a telegram yeah or like a music gram yeah yeah and so uh we're all it's just setting the whole movie up I guess at this point um then finally Mrs. Jumbo reveals the baby um who then sneezes to reveal the monstrosity of ears that are ginormous and then, uh, somehow the women, uh, well, I, I thought it was interesting that Mrs. Jumbo names her baby Jumbo Jr., uh, <laughs> which was yeah. kind of interesting. It's like, is that a girl's name then? <laughs> right. Is Dumbo a girl? I guess we don't really know. Um. Well, I think they all use the he when they're, when Yeah. oh, they look at him. He's so little. He's right. That's true. Um. But then, I, you know, the lady elephants that we've been introduced to, uh, for some reason, all of a sudden, since he has big ears, he, they call him Dumbo. Because uh, I guess if you have big ears, you're you're dumb. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like a stretch. They're awful. <laughs> yes. They're the worst. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I had some thoughts on them that... I had written down later in it, but since we're talking about it, we might as well um, hit them now. Uh, I think it was about the time when they, they had the really bad accident and they're all bandaged up and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. and I kept thinking like, I feel like they could have done the female elephants better in this movie. Like, I feel like they could have done it in a, in such a way where they, they weren't nasty, mean people that they were trying to accept Dumbo and trying to like put up with him, but he kept Mm -hmm. ruining everything. And then eventually they just like, they can't help but not like accept him in. But instead they're just terrible to him from the very beginning. I don't know. And they like no reason just because he was (laughs) big. Right. Yeah. They keep saying we're a, we're a proud race. Like they kept saying that over and over and uh, I don't know. It just, it fell out of place. Like I feel like they could have really like, tried to yeah. like him and welcome him and then after the big accident been like I'm sorry we can't do this anymore this isn't working. They
1: just, they just made it way too dark like especially that scene you mentioned when they were all bandaged up just the things that they're like saying about Dumbo like, what they hope happens to him and all this stuff, and I'm like, it's like this is, like, really dark. This is, this is basically, like, just, I'm, like, making light of, but there's, like, a lot of, like, legit, like, child abuse in this movie directed at Dumbo. It's, like, yeah, yeah it's, like, really dark for a kid's movie, if you, like, think about it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, definitely, they just feel like stereotypical, like, you know, gossips like this. Yeah, you know, they're
0: like the hair salon gossips yeah. of the 40s Right. Um, another thing I had noted up until about this point when Dumbo's delivered there's outside of the narrator at the beginning there's not a whole lot of dialogue um, mm, yeah. and so there's just a lot of like establishing stuff there's a couple songs and I think you know I think they say all aboard at one point or something but really other than that it's yeah. just there's just not a lot of dialogue whereas with you know some of the movies we watched in the past it's like from the beginning you know there's a lot of dialogue and so i just thought it was interesting it took a while before we finally you know heard people talking but yeah just want to point it out um the next scene shows the train struggling up a mountain with the whole i think i can and then once it gets over i thought i could or i mm-hmm. yeah something like that um yeah, I that. yes and so uh and then finally they pull into their next stop. Uh, the circus folk get out and uh, start setting up, which is when we're they play the song of the Roustabouts, if I if I'm mm. saying that correctly. Um, not a very m- memorable song. Uh, yeah, it scared me as a kid for I guess just cuz
2: of the storm. It's like dark and rainy. It just looks miserable. Yeah,
0: it it's kind of a
2: it is very dark, I agree. Kind of kinda of feel for those guys that have to just work all night, to, and they sing about it, but it's like they work all night and sleep all day. Right. Because that's what they do. That's their job.
0: Yep. So
2: Yeah. Nothing Little Dumbo goes in and tries to help like hammer the stakes and all this stuff and like yeah. the elephants are struggling and slipping and you know, it's like Dumbo's trying to help and he's just he can't really do much.
0: And I don't know these scenes are like Dumbo's cute and like they're establishing kind of the life of the circus folk and stuff so I get why they did it but mm-hmm. it, it's just like I don't, even at this point they weren't, weren't really establishing anything and so yeah. it's part of it's just like why are we you know why are we still yeah. what are we getting at and so it's, it's not for like another scene or two that I really feel like uh, actually it's the next scene um when the mom kind of freaks out is when i feel like the movie actually really kind of starts to pick up a little bit um but anyway um so i would say the pacing begins a little little slow but yeah so finally they get the circus set up the next day and then uh as a lot of circuses did back in the day they did a parade in town you know promoting the circus and so uh all the elephants are, are you know set up and uh, marching through, and little Dumbo's in the back with his little um, his little doll or whatever on his yeah. back. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I like the uh, some of the animals in the in this scene, like the gorilla that pulls mm, the bar yeah. loose, <laughs> and he he just kind of gently puts it back. Um, so there's some fun little bits in here. We first get to see the clowns. Uh, I'm a big fan of the clowns. Yeah. I love the clowns. Yeah. The <laughs> um, anyway, Dumbo trips in some mud. People laugh at him. You know, kind of, I guess, showing you what's, what's, what's to come. But, um, man, Dumbo yeah. is just... He's so cute in this movie. They did a really good yeah. job animating I, him.
2: I think it's great in this scene. They sort of show him... I think it was this scene. I might be thinking the wrong one. But there's a point where when he trips... I think it's this... But, like... Everybody's laughing at him, and he thinks it's great. And he loves the attention. Right. And it's showing like his innocence and ignorance, or yeah, and creativity. Yeah. He, he kind of smirks, and then his smirks. mom kind of gets like defensive of him, like "Don't laugh at my baby," and he doesn't understand why because he just likes the attention. And right. I thought that was good character building, just in just through physical, you know, yeah,
0: where. So anyway, I thought that was a great touch. Definitely. Um. And so then after that, uh, Dumbo gets cleaned up by his mom because he was all dirty. Uh, and then this is when the uh, th- these boys come and start laughing at Dumbo, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so this kid totally that makes fun of him looks like uh, what's his face from Lamp- Lampwick? Yeah, Lampwick, because that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, yeah. So. From Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're like, uh, "Do you got any character models of some kid that we <laughs> yeah. could use?" Like, yeah, sure. He's kind of a <laughs> kind of a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Um, so Lampwick starts uh, messing with Dumbo and he doesn't even realize what's happening. And so then they start getting physical. And that's when, uh, let's see, how did I write it down? Uh, Mrs. Jumbo beats their fannies real hard and then loses her shiz. <laughs> and so. Apologies to
2: our British listeners. That means
0: bum in the U.S fannies yeah what is what does fanny mean in the uk something different okay that yes I don't know i can say on a family show yeah. that's well, interesting. hopefully no families in the uk are listening so.
1: i did not know that you'll have to tell me what that means uh, later jeff because now okay. i'm curious
0: <laughs> anyone
2: else google
1: it on whatever
0: <laughs> i think i think i've heard that before now that you mentioned that um yeah Anyway, so she freaks out, throws, you know, the ringleader guy in the water and basically just defending her kid. And so she gets locked up, mad elephant, danger, keep away. So they, they show us that. Um, basically just show how sad she is. Um, and then it g- cuts to the lady elephants who are gossiping uh, about, you know, Dumbo and his mom. Poor Dumbo is super sad. And um we finally are introduced to Timothy Q Mouse, who's uh, you know, for some reason dressed up like uh the like the ringleader guy. They never really yeah. explain why. He just is. Yeah. Ringleader Mouse. He's just like a wannabe. <laughs> I guess. He's, he's, just, he's
2: like the ratatouille of circus
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he secretly controls he dreams them of being <laughs> or dreams of Yeah. And so <laughs> he's eating a bunch of peanuts hanging out. He hears them talking about Dumbo. Um, they call Dumbo a freak, basically. I think they literally call yeah. him a freak. And then uh, they decide to ignore him because you know he just lost his mom and didn't do anything wrong. So we should ignore him. Um, God, and he's just like days old. It's just, it's just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like doesn't even oh, understand man. how the world works, and he's just right. Yeah. So uh, Timothy, being the good mouse that he is, takes pity. And decides to scare the lady elephants, which is kind of funny. Um, He then goes and finds Dumbo and uh, basically makes a friend and is is nice to him. Uh, So they then try to think of a way to make Dumbo famous. So Timothy um, ends up sneaking into the ringleader guy's tent and whispers in his ear that Dumbo should be the climax of... Um, I don't know this big thing that they want to do <laughs> the, with the main act, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just lots of setup. I'm like, where, yeah. where, where, are we, where is this all going? Um, so finally, we cut to the next scene, which is these um, them putting that act to you know to use, I guess. And so they are going to do this elephant pyramid which really isn't a pyramid because it's one elephant <laughs> like on the single. bottom. <laughs> it's
2: like an upside down elf, uh, pyramid. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, and so the idea is obviously that Dumbo would be on the top. Uh, he'd be, you know, he would jump up onto them. And uh, so he gets his ears all tied up by Timothy because he's going to trip on them. Uh, but then he gets scared, so Timothy decides to shank Dumbo in the rear, <laughs> causing him to run out there. Am I the only uh, one he... who kind of thought Timothy
1: just seems kind of... Like, I know he's supposed to be his friend, but he doesn't really seem like that great of a friend.
2: <laughs> he, he's like an agent. He's like using yeah, him that's what is. He he's his like, own glory.
1: Like, I, I, he, to me, that's what it didn't really feel like he was his friend. More so that he wanted to, you know, as I said, be like the manager-agent type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, yeah, but I guess he, he, he
2: does show compassion and help him and clean him and talk to him Yeah, there's yeah, some of that right. like
1: right. I mean he shows some basic humanity, but he still Doesn't feel like the most sympathetic character outside of Dumbo, yeah. like interesting I mean, I don't even really feel sorry for the mom that much because she he really overreacted <laughs> and nearly killed a bunch of kids uh, <laughs> I Feel I feel for really mom no, even as a kid. She's I never really cared much for the mom like I feel bad for Dumbo oh. because they wow. got separated
2: but like no, I feel for the mom. Man. Um, okay, maybe I'm a terrible person, but it's son. like,
1: I mean, what, what would they expect to do? Like, an elephant nearly killed a bunch of people and destroyed the whole tent, and they're gonna like not lock her up? Well, yeah, I mean, in that regard, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but I don't think she was unjustified in her no
2: trying to protect her baby.
0: Um, I, I'm, I don't know. I think you make a good point, though, Dave. Is like they mm. don't really ever share what Timothy's like what what's his motive what is driving him um, Yeah, all, all
2: the backstory and him would have been cool
0: right all, all it is is he's just like we're gonna make you huge you're gonna be so famous that they're gonna let your mom out um and that was really it that was the driving <laughs> right. force moving forward <laughs> um, but you're right definitely and, and what is him being famous yeah it it makes like, that makes zero sense at all <laughs> to be fair though at the end he timothy is on the front of the newspaper as the guy who signs a big yeah. movie deal so does this feel like the um, opposite
1: message that Pinocchio had in some ways remember when he like Pinocchio like ran away to become famous and it was like this really like bad thing oh yeah with, yeah. with show business yeah with you cartoon. know with uh, Jiminy Cricket saying don't do that and then we have the opposite here with yeah. Timothy like yeah be famous do <laughs> be famous we'll solve all your yeah. problems <laughs> <laughs> I just think that yeah, was well, funny because I was literally the last movie
0: <laughs> yeah and so we'll, we'll talk about the ending here in, uh, just shortly. Um, but we're almost halfway there already. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> flying through this. Um, ah, <laughs> so, oh, pun. Uh, <laughs> double runs forward. His ears come untied. He trips, uh, knocking into the elephants, which then uh, triggers just pure pandemonium um, as the elephants try not to fall in kill everyone in the in, in the tent uh which eventually results in the entire circus collapsing, and uh dumbo waves his little flag and <laughs> it, he has ruined everything um let's see so following that uh the next scene they the circus is back on the train the lady elephants are all injured uh we find out that uh basically dumbo has been demoted to a clown which in circus world you know that's apparently as low as it gets even though I think the clowns are awesome in this movie um <laughs> and basically the uh, elephants decide that they are no longer going to consider uh Dumbo to be an elephant he is no longer one of them he is just a clown um so he's been completely excommunicated Very nice. The next scene cuts to the clowns. um, And they're doing their little burning building bit where uh, Dumbo's at the top uh, dressed as a baby clown. And uh, it's up to them to, you know, get him out or whatever. Um, And so, let's see. This is where we finally kind of get introduced to the clowns and kind of see them a little bit. Uh, So Dumbo jumps off the building and falls through the trampoline into... I don't know, shaving cream, whipped cream. I don't know what yeah. it is. Some yeah. sort of cream. And enough to break the fall of an elephant. Right. Killing him. And not killing him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think that they were, the whole movie, do you feel like they've been tricking us into thinking that Dumbo's going to fly, but then he like never does until the end? Like, Do you feel like this was like a fake out? Because I feel like everybody who went into this movie probably knew that he was going to fly at some point, but there's a couple times here, like this one and when he jumps off the the thing that he could have totally totally flown, flown but he didn't. I don't know. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Um,
2: yeah, just because he's done with the flying elephant. Yeah, it's, I think you're right. I hadn't really ever given it much thought, but I I think that that is what they were trying to do is make you think that's what he was going to do at that point, but yeah.
0: But then he just falls through. they just splat. Yep. <laughs> so... <laughs> yep. Um, following that, we see the clowns then uh, go to their tent where they undress. Um, I don't know. I think it's. I, I like the uh, the silhouette kind of thing that they did. Same. Um, yeah, and especially with like the semi-transparency for like clothing <laughs> or like the mask. Yeah, on head. and uh, they did some fun bits where like the really tall clown ends up being two small clowns, and <laughs> the fat one <laughs> is really just you know air inside Inflated. of a costume. Yeah, and yeah. so they did some fun little things with that um and so we get to kind of see them they they pop a bottle open in celebration of their new big hit which is apparently dumbo jumping off a building um so they're pretty happy about that uh which we then cut to dumbo who's getting washed up by his buddy timothy um who then tells him him (laughs) him with his own tears (laughs) yes (laughs) gotta get that water so so messed up (laughs) hey he's, he's resourceful what can you say yeah yeah um then timothy's like hey cheer up buddy we're gonna go see your mom tonight and so they go visit dumbo's mom who is all locked up <sighs> and yeah. um and so she she can like barely reach him and they uh she gets to hold him a little bit and that this is when the song baby mine plays which is uh it's just freaking sad um yeah it is
2: oh this song again
0: yeah apparently this song is actually like really well regarded um, which I wasn't aware of I guess it's uh, A lot of people uh, At least back in the day Like considered to be like a, Like one of the best songs Like in a movie or something I don't know I was hmm. reading some stuff on it And people seem to <laughs> Love it um, This is actually the scene I was talking about That gave me I guess you could call them nightmares Or just really sad you know. dreams um, I remember I actually had a dream Where my mom was locked up And like I went to visit her, and she, like, couldn't reach me, and it was, like, the saddest thing of my life, and so, I don't know why, this scene, this scene just, like, wrecked me as a kid, and made me, like, super sad, and, uh, I don't know, something about your mom being locked up for, you know, it's just, like, it's right up there with Mufasa dying for me, so, yeah, but it is, it is
2: really sad, and it's, like, just. Kind of knowing Dumbo's just this poor, innocent little dude who's got no guidance really from his clan. He's just this little reject and everybody laughs at him and all he's got is this (laughs) this mouse that's sort of looking out for him, but mostly just trying to get glory and yeah. It's a it's a bit of a bummer once you have the mental capacity to wrap around it. Like I said, when I was little I didn't understand the full extent.
0: Yeah. It was about this point in the movie where I just wrote down that this movie is depressing. It's just sad. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, So finally, we get out of that sad, sad song. um, And we're back to the clowns who, at this point, are really cutting loose. Um, In fact, they're drinking booze out of shoes and (laughs) doing all kinds of wild things. Um when they finally get the idea that they're gonna, I guess, make Dumbo jump from higher. And so they decide to go uh, ask the boss, tell the boss about it, ask him for a raise. And in the process, accidentally drop their bottle of Sudsies into uh, Dumbo's water. (laughs) Which at that point, him and Timothy decide to get drunk. (laughs) Inadvertently. I think think there's gotta have
1: been something else in that bottle besides just alcohol.
0: <laughs> it Absence? seems that way based on the following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. L- LSD
1: maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> clowns party hard.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, they do. Just one bottle and that was enough to. Well, if right, you think they'd it, already drank half of it or most of it, probably. If you think about it, though, a little mouse probably didn't need a lot of alcohol to be feeling pretty good. But that's true. I don't know what Dumbo's excuse is, but. Right. So that leads <laughs> us into probably the most iconic scene of this movie: pink mm-hmm. elephants on parade. Yeah.
2: What do you, I, guys, what do you guys think?
0: <laughs> it's a,
2: uh, it's an interesting scene. It, uh, it it's sort of like a precursor to Alice in Wonderland, in my opinion. Just sort of the animators being super abstract and insane. Um, just like there's no rhyme or reason to anything. It's just sort of like. A bad acid trip, like it's not even like being drunk, <laughs> right? Yep, like weird things happening and like mamboing elephants, and car crashes. Like I mean, it's it just, just goes on way too on a long. Black background, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the <like, laughs> most like blowing bubbles, and it's <laughs> Timothy's like, "Oh yeah, do this one, do that one." It's just like they they hit it spot on, like what it's like when you're in college, and you and your friends discover something really simple and stupid but you guys just keep doing it for hours and hours. Um, so, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. what. What's
1: your guys' thoughts on it? Dave, you got any thoughts? Um,
0: it's cool for a little bit, and then it kind of gets old. <laughs> I'll stay this welcome. Yeah. Um, I get... I get this one confused with Heffalumps and Woozles a lot. Dude, same. Same. I always have two. That's interesting. Uh, they're very similar. Uh, I think this was also one of the songs they would put in uh, the sing-alongs or whatever, Pink Elephants, yeah. which is... Yeah, Fantasmic. Yeah. At Disneyland. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's a good song. I, I like it up until the point where it gets to the like the pyramid thing, and then I, I'm with Dave. And I think at that point I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this to be done. Yeah, it's just not done. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an iconic scene. A lot of people, you know, when they think of this movie, that's the first thing they mention. Um, so it it's it's definitely an iconic scene. I think they did some cool animation things with it. Um, anyway, so. I think that's really all I had to say on that one um, yeah. so they awaken the next morning in a tree oh uh, yeah we've all been there right after oh, yeah. a rager of a night you just wake up in a tree mm-hmm. and uh, they're like yeah so they're sleeping uh, and we're finally introduced to the crows um, who are all hanging out and uh, realize that there's an elephant in the tree and uh so they go over there and blow some cigar smoke on on uh, Timothy and Dumbo to wake him up
2: yeah as one does <laughs> as one does
0: um I do like the I, I like the interaction between um Timothy and the crow where I think at one point he calls him brother rat and uh <laughs> I don't know he's just like uh, finally like he kind of like breaks it to him that they're up in a tree because he keeps telling them, like, Why don't you fly up a tree or something? And they all. Yeah, like leave us alone. <laughs> and they're all just laughing because they realize, like, they have no idea or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, all right, it's, it's a fun little interaction. Um, it's basically the hangover for kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, let's see. So they freak out. They fall out of the tree. Um, and somehow Timothy finally gets the idea that they flew up there and, like, pieces it together really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. that. He can fly. no other way they
2: could have gotten up there. They, they
0: had to have flown. Right. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like the whole him piecing together that Dumbo can fly should have been something that maybe was stretched out more throughout the movie. It felt like it yeah. happened really fast. Um, yeah. also, also, in one minute, he's like, Dumbo, you can fly. And then I think less than like three minutes later, they're in the air. And so, I don't know. It would have been cool to have seen like little hints throughout the movie that maybe dumbo had the potential or something and timothy was catching it he noticed it but didn't really say anything and then all of a sudden he's like this proves it or something i don't know Mm -hmm. it also tells us they
2: totally could have done like any of those times when dumbo was like panicked and he like flapped his ears or something and he maybe just like lifts off slightly off the ground like an inch and timothy sees that or something yeah would have been would have been nice subtle storytelling
0: right um yeah so um they freak out. Uh, Timothy says, you can fly. And then the crows laugh at him, and uh, which is when we get the song, When I See an Elephant Fly, which is uh, them basically not necessarily mocking Dumbo, but I guess maybe more m- mocking Timothy for thinking such a crazy thing. Um, yeah, I like this song. This is a good song. I do, too. And I like the little puns when they're like, I've seen a, a house fly, fruit
2: fly or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seen a rubber band, yeah. Uh, heard a diamond ring, I think is what he says. Oh, yeah, I think so. is that one of them? Um, but yeah, there's some fun, uh, fun uh, lyrics to this song. I would say they they did some cool stuff with it. Um, yeah, another iconic, probably one of the more famous songs too. I would say, uh, mm-hmm. uh, definitely more catchy than Pink Elephants on Parade, but yeah. Um, yeah, so then they get through that song. Yeah. David, do you do you like that song? Uh sorry. Right. Honestly none none of the music in this movie really does it for me. But
1: this is yeah. me. Oh. Pink elephants Song 3 uh, is probably the best one. You think it's better than this one? Uh maybe, but not by much. As I said, none of the music's really my jam, but mm. I don't know. Casey Jr. all the way. Casey Jr. <laughs>
0: I think you're alone on that one, Jeff. Sorry, buddy. I know yeah. I know. <laughs> It's okay.
1: It's all right. You're a trained guy.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. So they get through that song, and then Timothy uh, basically makes them all feel bad for for joking and teasing Dumbo. They ex- he explains, you know, Dumbo's life situation, and uh, and then they they feel they take sympathy on him, and so the crows basically come up with a plan to help Dumbo fly by. Creating this magic feather that Dumbo holds, um, and then basically they take Dumbo to a mountain and push him off of it, and he uh, he flies. And so uh, they do kind of a good job where there's like a big cloud of smoke, you can't really see what's happening, and all of a sudden they're you know way up in the air and stuff. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I, I don't remember that part of it I for some reason my head how I had remembered it was that the first time he flies is is in the circus but um, me too yeah. yeah I think most people
1: remember it like that it's weird it's just it's mm. it's it's strange because the whole movie the main iconic part of the movie happens within like what like eight or ten minutes <laughs> at the very yeah, end and, like the last yeah eight or the very last yeah. or eight or ten minutes at the very mm. end it's just I don't know yeah it's, it's weird
0: yeah like right now i'm watching i'm at minute 56 and he's just now like flapping his ears and the movie's over at like an hour and one minute so four minutes is that five minutes he's actually like can fly for the last five minutes of the movie not very long (laughs) um but yeah, I guess yeah. act,
2: act three of this movie is not very. Yeah,
0: this
1: is one of the few Disney movies where I'm actually think that the live action remake they're doing might actually be a good idea. I, yeah,
2: it might actually yeah, be, might it actually it might be better. It a lot.
1: Because yeah, it's very poorly constructed narratively.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's part of like the episodic thing of it or is like, yeah, they did a really good true. job setting it up, but then they spent too much time setting it up and then didn't do enough on the tail end of it um mm-hmm. maybe they ran out of money and they did like a monty python the holy grail thing where they're like we need to wrap this up um <laughs> whereas i feel like they could have spent another 30 minutes in act three and like you know shown him his
2: flying proving the other lady elephants more wrong and right know, making him more self-esteem
0: Re- redeeming right. some of the characters that perhaps like we don't know what happens mm-hmm. to the ringleader we don't know what happened. Right. You know, it's just... I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, mm, we are. They fly. <laughs> um, right. they, everybody's like, hey, this is amazing. Um, even, you know, mm. the crows are, are happy and excited. So we finally cut back to the clowns doing their burning building act once again, but from way higher this time. Um, Dumbo makes the jump, but in the air, he uh, accidentally loses his magic feather which I guess, don't. <laughs> don't which creates a, a moment of suspense, I guess, for the viewer. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, it freaked me out. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at this point, Timothy basically is like, it's not real. It was, you know, we just made it up. And thankfully, your head. Thankfully, Dumbo listens to him and uh, flies. Yeah. And so, and it's then more he, like
2: Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> he's kind of falling with style. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so.
0: Um, he and then turns around and uh, attacks the poor clowns and shoots uh, peanuts at them.
2: <laughs> goes on a rampage. Yeah. And then, what does this movie teach? Yeah, <laughs> People right. make fun of you, come back in machine guns exactly. Yes. <laughs> once
0: once you realize your true potential, come back and teach everybody a lesson. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least he got a little redemption, unlike Pinocchio, where all the bad guys got away. Yeah. So, and if you're if true. you're
1: different, no one will love you. Unless you're rich, and then you can <laughs> buy their affection,
0: or talented, or talented, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, like so- Rudolph
2: thread is right here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Seeing Yeah, actually, ideas. I think this is
0: like the entire plot of Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Never thought of that. So then, all of a sudden, it cuts to all these like old newspaper or newspaper articles of Dumbo. um let me see if I can read some of them, because they fly by really fast. Elephants fly Elephant Flies, Wonder Elephant Soars to Fame. Uh, ears Insured for $1 million. Dumbo sets altitude record. <laughs> Dumb bombers for defense. What? Um <laughs> Dumbo Manager signs Hollywood contract. Um, and it shows Timothy Mouse, you know, signing some movie contract. Yep. And then, yep. And then we we cut to the the final scene, which is uh, the train once again everybody's happy uh everybody's rich the elephants love him now and they're they're singing his praises and um mrs dumbo has her own private seat in the back yeah. of the train her own private car, car. With,
1: <laughs> with, with like
2: his name on it yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> and like the, the the rest of the train is like old like freight and this is like a new sleek like yeah silver liner
0: yeah you're right um so I guess basically Dumbo <laughs> sold the rights to the military to make bombers in his likeness, which is, and then there's a movie being made about him, and so that's why he's oh man, rich and famous.
1: Mm-hmm. And Timothy did succeed in getting rich off of Dumbo.
2: That's right.
0: Well, the interesting thing is, I don't even think you see Timothy at the end. He's not around. Isn't he? Is he not in Dumbo's? Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: he's got his he's movie not. contract. He's probably off living a yeah, high gone. life. He's gone. <laughs> Surrounded yeah. by like booze and female mouths. Mice. Meese. <laughs>
0: Meese. <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. I don't, until Dave yeah. brought it up, I didn't really think about it. But now that he mentions, yeah, what what is that. his motives? It's like, well, he's not around in the end. So maybe that's his motive. Clearly yep. he
2: just was using him.
0: Or he was like, my job is done. I need to move on to helping other people. You never know. Which, yeah, I mean, that could
2: be what they were going
0: for. Helping other uh, people get him more they rich. should have
2: shown that.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I don't know, he always yeah, squeezed so, me out a little bit. Like, it just never seemed like his motives were entirely pure. Yep. Yeah.
2: Huh. I've never really given that enough thought, but you're absolutely yeah. right. I think there's something there.
0: But holy cow, that last little bit that we just mentioned goes by so fast yeah four it, minutes or whatever it's just like they're like they're ridiculous. really like let's let's finish this up because from the second the paper flies that's at one hour so there's one minute basically with the newspaper yeah and the finale and I, of him redeeming everything i think the
1: pink elephant bit ends about 50 minutes in and the movie's like an hour and three minutes so everything with the crows mm all the entire wrapping up of the movie takes place in like 13 minutes <laughs> it's crazy yeah. it's
0: so ridiculous it's not enough time yeah and it's so. like and
1: everything else in the movie is super drawn out but like, except for everything right at the end which it does kind of feel like like oh man we need to wrap this up we don't have enough money quick how how can we do this and animate as little smallest amount of things as
0: possible yeah basically all right so that's it in a nutshell if you could call it that all right so it is now time the end of the show here where we give our final thoughts and we rate uh out of 10 um we're gonna go in the order of dave jeff and clay uh so far dave has rated snow white seven pinocchio uh seven and fantasia eight so dave what what are you thinking buddy
1: i'm going six out of ten Well, I probably enjoy watching this a little bit more than Pinocchio. It also doesn't have the redeeming quality that Pinocchio does of uh, the animation, and yeah, the whole thing is just sad and depressing. And no one's outside of Dumbo. I feel like everyone is no, there's any any, anyone that's really sympathetic. Everyone just seems awful, and it just seems like yeah, everything's awful until you get famous, and then you'll be good. and people yeah. will like yeah. you. it's yeah it's weird and another one that doesn't really feel like it has great messaging which I think is kind of the theme of almost all of the golden age, golden age films with exception of like Fantasia yeah. I guess
2: right which just doesn't really have right. the message except, like culture
1: <laughs> Bambi is pretty good too I mean I haven't watched it in a while but I can't think of anything particularly like weird and problematic with Bambi really
2: yeah I'm looking forward yeah. to covering that one
0: definitely all right jeff what do you what are you thinking
2: yeah my my thoughts on it are pretty similar to dave's it's it's just like it's a pity party for Dumbo there's not a lot of redemption there's not good character building or setup or anything it It concludes way too fast there's no technical savings, which is what's kind of bolstered my reviews previously um so i i also did give it a six out of ten um Okay. Just, I mean, the animation itself is good. You know, it's fluid. It's it's, you know, it looks. I wouldn't say natural, but it looks like high quality Disney animations. They're not like jerky or disjointed or anything like that. So that was sort of the <laughs> the only positive I could really draw. Like, I, you know, the music's cute. Nothing super jumps out. Like obviously, I love the train yeah. and the the train song, but like that's super. Yeah. I'd say
1: all Golden Age animation is worth seeing, even the lesser ones. But like, mm-hmm. if you're gonna hold it against all the others, particularly even like you know like Bambi and Pinocchio, which is really like break you know breakthrough animation. This yes. is just kind of like yeah, right. It's all right.
2: And to be fair, like that was what they set out to do, yeah. and, and they did it very well. Yeah. Like it's a it's a budget film. It was meant to be a budget film. This is the equivalent of a straight to video sequel. Yeah. Of I think because
1: of that, it it doesn't end up being quite as is is timeless? Is I feel like we you mm-hmm. over, we overlook a lot of the issues with other golden age films because of the spectacular animation, and this is just like they they right. show through way more when it's just has more. You, you can yeah, yeah. You can definitely
2: tell Walt Disney's personal touch was mm-hmm. missing from like the script treatment, and and that just trickled mm-hmm. down
0: into the all the problems in the movie. Yeah, uh, Clay. What, what
2: about you? What is your review of? <sighs> your little rating of this?
0: I don't know. I'm so conflicted now because. Looking back on my scores, I gave Snow White a six, um, (laughs) which is harsh now looking at, because there's no way I can give Dumbo anything lower than, like, Snow White is so much better than Dumbo, and so, (laughs) like, part of me wants to, like, change my score on Snow White now, because it's (laughs) way too harsh, Um, but then if I bumped Snow White up to a seven, then all of my movie reviews so far would be sevens. which is just boring so oh man I don't know let's do it independently don't don't think of it in that way I know so I, I, I gotta give it a five out of 10 just because I don't okay. know
2: I I was teetering on that as well
0: yeah the whole time I was watching it I just it wasn't really drawing me in I was like losing focus um, mm-hmm. some of the songs individually are are okay are pretty good but yeah. the overall soundtrack and score just didn't do anything for me I think Snow White and Pinocchio obviously Fantasia have much stronger scores um, than I feel like Dumbo did the The lack of polish and animation uh, or just the lack of extra detail didn't bother me mm-hmm. that wasn't an mm. issue for me um, yeah. it wasn't really something I noticed until I read about it and then I was like oh I guess yeah I could, I could see that but it, it didn't pull me away from the story it didn't make it seem any less quality to me it still feels like Mm -hmm. an animated disney movie yeah so i
1: think they do very good with covering up the budget i think the issue is not that it's bad it's just that it doesn't blow you away and make you overlook the problems with it like the other ones do
0: right Yeah. yeah right right um there's some things i I've mentioned and we've mentioned in this episode that could have made this movie better. Some things maybe they could have... I feel like they could have taken some of the stuff off the front end and maybe tried to fill more of the back end with. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of setup for a very kind of disappointing ending, and I know we talked about that. Um, So I feel like that hurts it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Each scene... as I'm watching this, I'm writing down each scene. And so when it moves on to another scene, you know, I write down what happens. So it, it gives me a very interesting way to look at things like, how does this scene change to the next scene? And so I don't just the way they did things was kind of weird. Like the clowns show up in their tent, they drink, Dumbo's getting a bath. He visits his mom. There's a sad moment. Then they come back to the tent and then he gets drunk and does, because like the first time the clown showed up, I'm like, All right, it's time for pink elephants. I was like, No. Oh. We yeah. have we have to go visit mom first, then Maybe come back
2: musical sequences like just immediately back to back. Yeah. Right.
0: And so it's just some of that stuff just it didn't feel like it flowed very well. But I feel like a lot of Pinocchio felt that way too, where the flowing was kinda in and out and it felt like they could have saved some trips if they had just knocked things out in a different order. But um, yeah. I want to like Dumbo because I like circuses. I always love circus portrayed in films, but this one mm-hmm. just, uh, this one didn't do it for me. So yeah. unfortunately I, I just wasn't, I didn't have as good of a time with it. Um, so I, yeah, I'm going to stick with my five out of 10. Okay. I think that's fair. Cool. Any other thoughts? Anything else you guys want to say before I close this out? Not for me.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I think we've all kind of got it out. Short movie. Cool. Not that
0: great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well i'm looking forward to bambi yes i'm interested for bambi because i think of all the movies at least from this era that's the one i've seen the least amount overall and it's been a long time since i've seen it so uh, i'm gonna go in with some fresh eyes it's been a while so I'm, i'm looking forward to that um all right guys well thanks for listening uh if you've made it this far we appreciate you sticking with us um feel free to reach out uh to us uh, on Twitter. If you want to let us know your thoughts, if we, if you think we did adjust or if we were unfair, um, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at uh mouse underscore bites, which is our normal podcast that we do, uh, where we review Disney video games. You can check out all those at the Nintendo Village.com and you can uh, listen to more of our episodes. Like we mentioned, uh, next month or it'll probably be January when we do, um, and we'll be doing Bambi, so look forward to that. Uh, me and Jeff are hopefully going to start recording some more Mouse Bites episodes here very soon. So, also look forward to those as well. Dave, thanks so much for joining us. It was great having you on. Always a pleasure. Um, Jeff, thank you for your time as well. Appreciate you both. Cheers. All right, guys, we'll have a good week, and we will see you next month. The next time you drink, stay out of those trees. <laughs>